0: Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional surprise budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you've talked with your partner about marriage and money before your engagement, you're in the right place. Okay, on today's podcast episode, we are tackling the topic of how to talk to your partner about proposing. Now, this is something we see a lot in heterosexual relationships, so with a man and a woman, and it's often a trope we'll see on TV shows or movies or any other kind of media where the woman is just dying for her boyfriend to propose. She really wants to get married, she's got her bridal magazines. She, you know, she's already tried on a dress, but she hasn't told them about it. And she's just dropping hits. She'll accidentally leave her Pinterest page open with all of her favorite rings or, you know, call him husband. Oh, it just slipped, you know, little things like that. And she's basically just trying to get the guy to propose to her without actually using that language. She's just dropping big hints. So he kind of figures it out. And it's seen as this thing of like, oh, how cute. Like, he's such a dummy. He has no idea. And oh, look at this woman. She's just so desperate to, you know, get a ring on it and lock him down. And oh, is he gonna, you know, give in to her badgering? And we kind of look at it as just, you know, oh, that's a typical part of heterosexual relationships. And it really doesn't have to be. And it definitely doesn't have to be a thing if you're in a non-heterosexual relationship. This is likely a problem in lots of relationships, just not really sure how to talk about the proposal, not sure, you know, whose job it is and all that. So if that's what we're going to tackle today. Um, I myself am in a heterosexual relationship. And I apologize that a lot of the Um, examples I'm going to have will be from that sort of a relationship. But I hope that the gist of what I'm saying still applies to you, whatever your situation is. And I hope you walk away with this episode with um, some better tools than leaving your Pinterest page open for your partner to find. So the first thing I want to say about this topic of, you know, talking to your partner about proposing, waiting for them to propose, dropping hints, is you don't actually have to do any of that. You know, if you are in a heterosexual relationship, traditionally it's the man who proposes, but hello, it's 2020 the world's on fire in some places, literally, Um, you don't have to wait anymore. We've seen uh, women propose. And then of course, if you are in a same sex relationship, you know, there's not uh, one guy who needs to pop the question. So you might be um, two women or two men or non-binary people. And then it's kind of up to you, you get to write your own rules, right? There's not one person who has to propose. So keep that in mind, even if you are in a heterosexual relationship, the guy doesn't have to propose, you don't have to wait on your boyfriend to pop the question. That's definitely something um, you can do yourself. You don't have to wait. um, And you don't have to drop hints. And you can actually, you know, even if you don't want to propose yourself, if you want your partner to propose, you can just come right out and tell them. (laughs) You can say, hey, honey, um, I'd love to get engaged this year. Can we talk about proposals and marriage and weddings. That's something you can actually just sit down and do despite all of the TV shows and movies and whatever else we see in the media that tells us otherwise that you have to drop these not so subtle hints and you can't just say what you want. That's actually kind of bullshit. <laughs> you can absolutely say what you want because your partner is not a mind reader. They're not uh, supposed to know exactly what you're thinking. And even if you are dropping, you know, these huge hints that aren't subtle at all, why can't you just speak up? Why do you need to, you know, trick your partner into thinking it's time to get married? Like, oh, if I accidentally subscribe to Brides Magazine and it happens to show up on the doorstep, that'll convince them that, oh, yeah, weddings, I forgot. Like, absolutely not. This is your life. It's your relationship. It's your partnership. It's going to be your marriage. And you should have a say in that. I think it's kind of ridiculous that women have been taught and told and shown in all of these different ways that it's, you know, not romantic or whatever, whatever. Um, to just talk about these things that we want. And I say this, you know, not from a judgmental place, from experience. Last night I was having this same situation with my partner wanting to talk to him about something, but worrying if I did, you know, I, I would ruin it and it wouldn't be romantic and whatever. And then I realized that's not the relationship I want. I want a relationship where I can be honest and communicate with my partner and stand up for myself and what I want and that we can build this life together and uh, staying silent and dropping hints and getting upset when you know he doesn't propose even though it was Valentine's Day or whatever it is like that's really not what I'm looking for in my partnership and I assume that's not what you're looking for in yours either so it really does come down to communication you need to talk to your partner you need to tell them how you're feeling you can use words like proposal engagement engagement ring it's totally fine you're not going to spook them and if you do spook them then I think that tells you a lot about your partner right like if you can't have a conversation using the words proposal or engagement ring without your partner really really freaking and panicking then either that's not the partner for you or this isn't the right time you know maybe you're too early in your relationship and that's another conversation you really need to have because if you're thinking hey you know I want to get engaged this year I want to get married next year I want to you know Be your spouse, maybe start a family, buy a house, you've got all these things in mind. And your partner is totally on a different page. They don't wanna be engaged for a few years, don't wanna be married for a few years after that, not even thinking about, you know, kids in a house or anything, then that's really a conversation that you two need to have. We hear these stories of women who have been you know, with their partners for 10 years, and they're like, oh my god, why haven't they proposed yet? And it's like, why haven't you had that conversation? (laughs) You know, when you got to year three, or five, or seven, or why didn't you sit down and say, hey, where are we going? What's the plan? Here's what I want. Here's why it's important to me. What do you think? So you really do need to sit down and have that conversation with your partner. And at the very least, you need to be talking about marriage. Even if you're not quite ready to talk about, you know, the proposal or the engagement rings or things like that. If you, if you really um, want that to be more of a surprise and you're comfortable waiting, at the very, very least marriage needs to be something that you're both talking about. You need to both be on the same page about Um, the fact that you do want to get married, you want to get married to each other, sort of an approximate timeline of when you want that to be, what that means to you. You know, maybe um, if you're not living together, it means moving in together. And that's a whole host of things that you'll have to to work out and communicate with each other. Um, It might mean moving to a new place. Maybe you have to, I don't know, start a new job. Maybe you're planning to have children right away. Like these are all conversations you really need to be having. And in my opinion, the proposal, even if it is a surprise and it's secret and it catches you off guard, it should be a question that you both know the answer to, right? When your partner gets down on one knee or however they happen to do it, or you get down on one knee or whatever you're doing and says, you know, will you marry me? Both of you should know that that's going to be a yes. Like it really shouldn't be a question that they're going out on a limb for. This isn't a reality TV show or something like that. And people proposing, you know, after eight dates, just because they're feeling romantic, like that should really be something you both know you want. You both know you want to be married. You both have an idea of the timeline. And therefore, when they ask, will you marry me? You both know it's going to be a yes. The asking is just, you know, it's the formality. It's the surprise. It's cute. It's the little cherry on top of it all. But you both know that this is what you want. And it's something you've talked about extensively. um, And not something you badgered one another into or that you've uh, just, you know, sort of pulled out of nowhere to surprise the other person with. So going back to that communication piece, when it does come to the proposal and the engagement, I think it's totally fine to talk to your partner about a timeline. So maybe you don't want to know, you know, the exact details of what the proposal is going to look like. But I think it's totally, totally fair to say, hey, you know, we talked about marriage. We've been talking about marriage for years. We both kind of said, okay, you know, 2022, we'd love to get married then, Um, You know, I would love at least a year to plan. So I would like to be engaged in 2021. What do you think? Does that sound reasonable? You know, when, when can I when can I expect a proposal? That's totally a legitimate question you can ask your partner. And it's a conversation, right? You're not sitting there demanding, you don't have to pull out a calendar unless you know, that works for you. But you're kind of going back and forth and saying, you know, hey, here are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? When did you want to get married? Um, you know, what does that mean to you in terms of how much time to plan the wedding and be engaged? And even asking for something, you know, as specific as, hey, like, can we say, you know, we're engaged before March or something like that. Like, you can totally put a timeline on it. And I'm one of those people, I don't deal well unless my expectations are managed. I really, really love to know what's coming up, what's going on. So it would be so helpful for me to have that date in my head and know, okay, we said we're getting engaged before March, awesome. Like, check that off the to-do list. It's not something I have to worry about. Um, I only have to book manicures for the next few months, you know, whatever it is. Um, And it's also a really great chance for you to sort of share with your partner where those numbers are coming from. Because, you know, if we look at a heterosexual relationship, um, the typical guy doesn't know as much about wedding planning as a girl does. And this, of course, is not in every case. But in a lot of cases, um, us ladies have been sort of brought up in this wedding culture, maybe you've been in a few weddings. And uh, unfortunately, the women in a wedding often end up doing a lot more of the work than the men involved in the wedding. So it might come as a complete shock to your partner that they actually have to go in and order a ring. And it could take, you know, months and months and months to get designed and shipped and sent in and resized and all that. They might also not understand that maybe you need a full year to plan your wedding because you need to, you know, book a venue and all the venues are booked up and you need to order a dress and you also want to let your out of town guests know so they can save the date and all that. They might have no idea, right? Like they might be thinking, hey, we said let's get married in 2022. Great. You know, I'll pop the question sometime in 2022. They might have no idea that you're really wanting you know, a longer engagement, more time to plan and all of these different things that kind of have gone into your decision. So this is a really great time to kind of sit down with them and explain where you're coming from and also to get their perspective. I think a lot of the advice I'm giving here is saying for you to talk to your partner, but also listen, your partner might have some ideas, even if they are one of those, you know, typical guys who doesn't know much about wedding planning, they might have an idea of, hey, you know, I've always thought it would be cool to get engaged at the cabin we go to every summer. And that's why, you know, I I don't wanna do it until next year, and that's awesome. I think it's really important as well to communicate your expectations. So this could be super, super um, specific or super, super broad. So if you're thinking more broad strokes, it could just be like, hey, you know, when we do get engaged during the proposal, I would love it if you planned it, um, did something, you know, kind of romantic, doesn't have to be expensive, but something romantic and something in private, you know, just sort of broadly letting them know, hey, the proposal is in your corner. I'm, I'm asking that you do this for me. I would really love it. I would like it to be private. You know, please don't uh, ask me at a big family dinner or anything like that. And, and romantic. So say, you know, say something nice, get flowers, whatever. You can leave it up to them. Um, You can be super specific, you can say like, hey, you know, I would really love a photographer to be there to capture it. I think it'd be so great if we did it somewhere outdoors, I would want my parents there, you know, whatever it is, you can, you can tell your partner, you can just say it, because like we said, you want to speak up, this is your life, and you should have a say in how it goes. And then at the same time, you know, put the question to them, what do they expect from you? So maybe." By you saying, hey, I'm, ex- you know, this is what I would love out of a proposal. Maybe they could turn to you and say, hey, what I would love is help with the ring. I have no idea what you want. Can you please come with me to the jewelry store and show me? Or can you please send me some photos? Um, I would love help with. I don't know, choosing a photographer. Can you just show me what kind of photographers you like or um, send me the link to a photographer you love and, and I'll do the booking or you know whatever it is. But I think it's a really great opportunity to ask your partner as well what they expect of you. And maybe they actually were, you know, expecting you to be a lot more involved with the proposal than you thought you needed to be. And this kind of goes back to that point where your partner is not a mind reader. So it's really, really about this communication, like getting comfortable talking to your partner, letting them know what you want, and also giving them the opportunity to tell you what they want, because that's important too. Okay, so we talked about how you don't have to wait, you don't have to drop hints, and it's all really about communication. So let's take that one step further. What if it's also about participating? So looking at that timeline, you know, instead of just asking your partner, hey, when were you thinking of proposing? What if that's something that you two decide on together? So you both put together that timeline, you're both Given your inputs, you know certain times of year you think would be best for an engagement, depending on you know maybe it's something you want to do. You've always uh, loved the idea of a holiday engagement, you know, over um, the winter holidays, or maybe your partners always wanted to do it at the beach over the summer. Or you know you want to get engaged the next three months they were thinking more six months um, that's something where you can both kind of sit down and hash that out together and decide on that timeline and that's a way for you to be a little bit more involved rather than just you know asking questions and and sort of accepting whatever your partner has in mind um, another great way to participate in something that I know a lot of um, I will say in, in heterosexual relationships, a lot of women do do for their partner is to show them rings that you like. A lot of uh, guys have no clue what kind of ring their partner wants. And, you know, if this is your lifetime marriage, that's a ring you're gonna be wearing for the rest of your life. Don't you want it to be a ring that you love? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, you know, every day you look down and it's a ring that you actually like, it's in your style, And, you know, further to that, a lot of women, we don't know what rings we like. I know for myself, um, I don't wear a lot of rings or jewelry, usually. And there's rings that I think are pretty. But when I actually went to the jewelry store and tried them on, it was like, oh, no, I don't really like that style. Oh, that doesn't look so good on me. Oh, here's a style I really like. Oh, I've never thought about, you know, this colored gemstone. That's really cool. Let's look at prices. You know, a lot of people are just sort of, Shooting in the dark, you know, some women you might have a Pinterest board of things you think look pretty, but you have no idea once you put it on. And then on the other hand, you know, there's the price. Maybe you have no idea what a engagement ring would cost. Your partner might really have no idea how much it should cost. So that's something that they might want you to participate in and sort of give your feedback and your opinions, and you can really be as involved in that process as you would like. So it could be just simply, you know, going online and showing off some photos, giving your partner an idea of, hey, you know, I really love this cut, um, and just, you know, one solitary gem in the middle. Um, I really love diamonds, or you know what, I hate diamonds, please don't get a diamond. Here's a price I think would be great, or something you should stay at, especially if you um, have already combined your finances. That's something you definitely should both have a say in. It shouldn't be um, just one partner going out and deciding how much to spend if, you know, you're both having combined finances in your household and even if you haven't combined your finances yet assuming that you will combine them at least somewhat for your wedding or you'll at least both be putting finances towards your wedding I think it's really important to actually have that conversation and to both be active participants in the money talk and sort of say hey you know I was hoping we could keep it under a 1000 or under 500 or even under a 100. You know, there are rings available at all different price points. And maybe your partner was thinking, yeah, 500 sounds good. Or oh, I was actually thinking 5000. And you might think, okay, whatever. If you know, they want to buy me a $5,000 ring, no big deal. Love it. Like I'll wear that. That'll be gorgeous. But what if that means okay, that's 5000 less dollars they have to put towards your wedding or your house purchase or your new car or your, you know, Um, school debt, whatever it is. So you really do have to think kind of like the, the opportunity cost of that money. If they put that much towards a ring, what else does that mean for the rest of your lives together? Um, another way you could propose, of course, or sorry, another way you could participate, I'm giving it away is that you could propose that could be um, a huge part of participating, right? Like they maybe you're the one who does the proposal. And that could be something when you guys sit down and talk about it, maybe you have all these great ideas, and your partner doesn't really and you kind of think like, hey, maybe this is something I want to take on, maybe I want to propose. Or I know um, some couples are doing this. Both people are proposing, which I think is super cool. So maybe you plan it together. You know, you plan. Okay, it's going to be this day at this location, and you both go off and kind of make little like secret plans of, oh, I'm going to set up, you know, a picnic with balloons, or I'm going to hire a photographer or print a bunch of photos of us. Whatever it is you want to do, I think it's super cool. If you both want to do a proposal, you can do a joint proposal together. You could do it separately. So maybe you know you propose, and a few weeks later, your partner also also like proposes back to you. I think that's really cool. And it's, Um, A nice way for both of you to have the experience of planning a proposal, surprising the other person, both of you to have the experience of saying yes. And I think that's just so awesome that you both have that acceptance, that moment of like, hey, I'm saying yes to this marriage, to this relationship. Um, Whereas, you know, traditionally in most hetero weddings or hetero proposals, it's the man saying, will you marry me? And the woman saying yes, but no one's really asking him if he wants to be, (laughs) if he wants to be married. So I think that's really, really cool. Um, And there are a lot of other aspects of your proposal that you can be a participant in um, sort of planning as little or as much of it as you want, whatever you're comfortable with, whatever level of uh, surprise you want. And that's something that you just communicate with uh, your partner and you guys can sit down and sort of decide how actively involved you both want to be. So I know one of the biggest pushbacks I'm going to get to, advocating for communicating with your partner and participating in your own proposal is that it will ruin the surprise. And I get it. That's really, really hard. And I know I'm sounding super judgy and, I don't know, (laughs) aspirational up here on my high horse saying like, of course, you should participate in your own life and communicate with your partner. I don't think anyone would disagree with those things. But at the end of the day, if you've sort of, you know, grown up with this idea that somebody is going to sweep you off your feet and plan this really special, secret, romantic proposal that totally blows you away and, you know, totally speaks to every part of you. And of course, your partner is going to pick the perfect ring and plan the perfect proposal because they know you so well. And and how could they not because you two are so in love and whatever ring they pick is going to be perfect because you love each other. It's very hard to sort of, you know, take off those rose colored glasses and look at it more realistically and think, you know, hey, if we communicate about it, if I participate, it might not be this big, magical surprise uh, proposal that we've, you know, seen all over TV and movies growing up. And I get it. That sucks. It's hard. It's really hard to be patient. It's really hard to think that if you do communicate, you might spoil it. Um you know, just speaking personally, my partner and I, we did go and look at rings together. Um, we decided on a ring. I knew exactly when he ordered it. I knew exactly when he went to go pick it up. And it was really hard having that information and and being patient and having to wait and knowing that like, oh, okay, we've already, you know, we've talked about marriage extensively. We've talked about our wedding extensively. We've got these plans. And now I know you have the ring. I know what ring it is because we picked it out together. Um, and, and you know, you're not proposing and I'm just sitting here waiting, waiting, knowing it's going to happen. And I want to talk to you about it, but I don't want to ruin it. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little and, and try to get an idea of timeline, but I don't want to influence you. It's a hard position to be in. it's And I think it's probably just step one of a few challenges you're going to come across in wedding planning. Um, but I want you to know it will still be special because at the end of the day, even if you know exactly what's going to happen, you know, down to what your partner is wearing, the time of day, the exact location, even if you knew what they were going to say, it's still super special because somebody is asking you to marry them. And they're probably putting a few more romantic words in front of that, maybe in a a little bit of a romantic setting. And that's beautiful. You know, (laughs) think of those, um, you know, cheesy rom-com movies or books where we know the wedding is coming or the proposal is coming. You can see it from miles away. It's so obvious. It's still super cute, right? Like, it's so special. And you know what? It might even be more special if your partner opens that ring box and it's a ring that you actually really love, not one you kind of have to pretend to love, or, you know, it's a proposal at that beach where you first met. And okay, maybe you had to remind them about where that beach was, but who cares? Because you're at the beach. And you're both on the same page. Like how special is that, that you get to enter into this engagement period of your life with something that you both planned and you both participated in and you both kind of knew what was happening. I think that's really beautiful. And, you know, maybe it's not the story you saw on Facebook of someone saying, Oh, my God, I had no idea. Like, he totally surprised me. He, you know, he roped in my family and called a TV crew and ordered 8 billion white roses, you know, whatever it is, maybe it's not that and whatever, like, you know, you're not getting engaged, you're not getting married for social media, who cares if it's not this story Um you can put on social media. And if that does matter to you, like go ahead and fib. Nobody cares. <laughs> you can say you're a surprise or tell the truth because I think that's super romantic. If you can say, hey, you know, my partner and I had a great talk, you know, about how we wanted our proposal to be and how we wanted to get engaged to each other and commit to getting married and having a life together. And we made that happen. And here's what it was. And it was beautiful and it was perfect. And it was and it was just us. I think that's awesome. If you're, you know, kind of nodding along, but still thinking like, yeah, yeah, Ashley, okay. But I still want it to be a surprise. You know, I still want to cry. I still want to be swept off my feet. That's totally fine. And I hear you and I am on the same page. I also want to be, you know, swept off my feet with some romantic gestures. And I think that just takes us back to communicate. Tell your partner that when you are talking about the proposal, it's totally fine to say, hey, I really want you to surprise me. I know, you know, we don't do surprises often or, oh, you know, every year for my birthday, you surprise me with a gift. I want to be surprised and, oh, I want it to be romantic. You know, I want you to put thought into this. I want you to write me a love letter or whatever it is that you want. You can tell your partner that. You can, you know, it's not it's not selfish, it's not ruining it, it's not unromantic to tell your partner exactly what you want and and listen to them of course. You know, what do they want? What do they expect? It's a two-way street, but it's okay to tell them, "Yes, I would like it to be a surprise. Please surprise me. Please make it special." I think that's okay. I think we're allowed to say those things to our partners (laughs) so kind of going back to my own story and i'm going to talk about this more in an upcoming episode all about rings i'm going to talk about engagement rings wedding rings whether you need them how much to spend all that good stuff but looking back at my own timeline so my partner and i started talking about marriage uh seriously a few years ago we bought a home um, I believe three, about three or four years ago. And that's kind of when we started to talk about marriage a little bit more seriously. We kind of had a running joke that it would be easier to get out of a marriage than it would be to get out of a mortgage. So we figured once we both signed that mortgage, we were pretty committed. So we just sort of talk about it as, you know, something we might want to do in the future. And then it became something we definitely want to do in the future. And then about a year ago, we started talking a little bit more seriously about, you know, okay, we've decided, you know, we do want to be married to each other at some point. But what point? We started to talk a little more seriously about a timeline. Okay, you know, when are we thinking? Next year, the year after, the year after that. Um, And then probably six months after that conversation, we started to talk a little bit more about the engagement and the proposal. And that was sort of in in line with our timeline of, you know, when we wanted to get married. If we had decided, oh, we don't want to be married for five years, we probably wouldn't have started to talk about the engagement and proposal so soon. Um, And once we had sort of started those conversations about the timeline for an engagement and proposal, talking a little bit more about, you know, the type of wedding we want and that sort of thing, then we went to go look at rings um, and again, I'll talk about more more about this in an upcoming episode. But I really, really loved that experience of looking at rings with my partner. It was super cool. It felt fun to, you know, be in the jewelry store together and to get his opinion on rings and to think like, oh, wow, this could be the ring, you know, I get to wear for the rest of my life is really exciting. Um, So we kind of had that whole thing. And then once the ring was, you know, picked out and ordered and all that good stuff, then it was talking timeline for the actual proposal. Um, And I will go into all the details in my rings episode for the actual proposal story. So you'll have to stay tuned for that one. Okay, so the bottom line. Bottom line is, even though we have seen, you know, through all the books, movies, TV shows, that in a heterosexual relationship, the woman drops hints and the man eventually gives in and proposes, that is not true. An engagement is for both of you. You are both engaged to be married. It's, you know, both of you in that relationship, both of your lives both of you in the marriage and that means you should both be involved. Um, Remember that your partner is not a mind reader. It's important that you communicate and that you share your expectations and that can be broad or that can be super nitty gritty. And lastly, it is okay and it is encouraged to be an active participant in your own life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the unconventional wedding planning podcast i really appreciate it and i hope i gave you some good tips and maybe some comfort for talking to your partner about the next stage in your life together if you really want to make my day you can leave me a rating and review subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and tell a friend and remember traditions are not mandatory